everyone, welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. I'm your host, Ben Wilson. We're excited because this week is our 50th episode. Thank you for listening, and we hope you continue to stick around for another awesome 50 episodes. Before we get started, I want to thank Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring this week's podcast. So let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Well, I'm barely ready to get go ahead and get started because it's a little later than we normally record. Uh, it's been a busy week. They're all busy weeks, so uh, we don't. I don't even know if we have a title of this show because this is just a um, let's wing it as we go and kind the of sad thing. Sad part: it's our 50th episode, which means we're halfway to 100, which is pretty crazy. Uh-huh, so we're uh-huh, only uh-huh. two away from all year, I guess. Which so. means we're getting close to the end of the. I mean, uh, our one year anniversary, which uh, some of you may have been on the podcast or Facebook Live for the entire time, or at least from the beginning. Uh, maybe you remember that. Uh, but it is, the big countdown is that we're like uh, a month and a day from Ike and Carolyn's wedding. So that's like four weeks and a day. Um, and I'm feeling pretty good. You know, my mower, mower's been broken, but the grass is now cut. Um, so I'm feeling good about that. There's still some troubles landscape spots we need to take care of and um, a few things in my head that I need to take care of. But I'm feeling confident. I think we're going to make it. Um, and, and they'll be married no matter what. Um, but I know uh, Ike has uh, did a test drive of his um, outfit that he's going to wear, you know, like a suit and jacket. And that's pretty cool because he doesn't, I don't think he's ever had a suit or a jacket. Um, so he's excited about that. And uh we're all thrilled to be uh, having Carolyn join our family, and uh, but we're like a month and a day away, which is freaky, really freaky. Um, but uh, it's been a good week. The, the temperatures dropped up here. Uh, it was super hot over the weekend, and uh, uh, it's been cool this evening, last evening. And so that's kind of a nice reprieve. Uh, mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, Ben, uh, maybe we should do a movie review. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but you saw the Lion King, uh, the remake. What'd you think of that? Yeah, I really, I, I liked it overall. I mean, I was, you know, Lion King the original is one of my favorite ever. I think it's just basically a masterpiece from a movie standpoint. It's so good. Uh, and I was hoping Lion King this would be the same thing, just you know, live action and hey, James Earl Jones is in it and everything. Uh, and it was really good and gorgeous movie. I think the biggest problem I was is you know with the animation like. It's not very realistic, so they can make it a little bit more engaging because they make their faces are more emotional. You know, they give like animals more emotion in their body language and everything. But this is everything is basically realistic. So, you know, when, spoiler alert, um, when Mufasa dies, uh, you know, that scene like Simba doesn't really even react because he's just lying. He can't really do anything with his face, you know. So, uh, but he didn't like. No, he, he didn't, didn't eat him or, him or anything, anything like that. So, no, but so that was like a little bit like slower, maybe just because it wasn't quite as like interactive. But I think once Timon and Pumbaa showed up, that was like when it really hit his stride and was like fun and funny, and uh, it they got a little bit more silly with stuff and didn't have to be like like because the first part you're almost like watching a documentary, uh, and that was like a little bit slow paced. I felt like which was kind of a bummer because I was hoping it'd be insane, but it was really good. But I thought the beginning just started out maybe a tad slow, just because they didn't. It didn't really feel super engaging because they're not. I mean, they're just you're just watching the animals basically. And, but it's unbelievable when you're looking at it. They said there's one shot in the entire movie that's real. Everything else is is fake. And they said it's all hand animated. None of it's um, 
None of it was motion like capture, over motion capture motion or anything. Capture, they did yeah. it all just like they did Bambi back in the day by hand, which is just unbelievable. So it was it was fun. But, I mean, definitely, I think, a fun one to go watch. And it wasn't like scary or anything, I didn't think. Yeah, I'm still kids. hoping maybe we could go see that as a, uh, at least for some of us, could go see it as a drive-in movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, be because I, I think that it's probably playing. If I could check right now, it probably is playing during know, the next couple weekends. And that would be a fun one to go see. Talking about um, heat, so, man, though, it is brutal. I would definitely suggest for the first time I've ever in my life, like I went golfing for the first time, which was hysterical and pathetic, but on Friday, but because it was like, you know, 100 degrees and then being out in the lake for, you know, not drinking a ton of water, I got super dehydrated and was like dizzy, passed out basically on the floor for like all day. And it was miserable. And really, until even parts of today, I still was like not feeling hundred percent. So, uh, oh, yeah. it's, are you it's feeling okay serious. now? Pretty, pretty close. I think. I mean, every once in a while, I'll just be like uh, a little bit. But uh, yeah, that was it. Was it was yeah. crazy? <laughs> Rissa reminded me a little bit of Rachel Lynn. Uh, you know, on little on Anne of Green Gables, where she was like. If he would just exert himself, he'd feel better in no yeah. time. Yeah, she's like, if you just walk around a little bit, it usually goes away. And I'm like, I'm not trying to joke here. This is like, I'm about to fall over. Yeah, <laughs> but well, she took I was a little concerned. Care, so. Not that you were going to yeah. die, but I yeah, just, it was weird. you know, that's a really weird feeling <laughs> when you're for sure feeling weird, dizzy. Yeah, but. so there you go. Our lesson is to drink plenty of water if you're out there in the heat. Um, well, hey, I just wanted to address our controversial post today. Um, I could, I really threw Ben for a loop today. I mean, what is the 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 my little tiny meme that I put up there uh, as a quote from uh, our Smiling Homeschooler newsletter last week? Just threw some of you moms into a dizzy. Uh, so. Just a little clarification, because the post was something I can't see it. So um, I'm just going from memory, you know, and the quote basically is if your child comes up to you and says, Mom, I don't want to be homeschooled. You look at them, you smile, and then you say, you're not smart enough to know what's or that's fine, honey. But your opinion doesn't count because you're not smart enough to, to know what's good for you. And apparently a lot of moms thought that I was saying that their kids are dumb. And let me make it perfectly clear that as it as it concerns to your kids knowing what's best for them, they are dumb, you know, um, you know. And uh, I meant no, no disrespect because my kids are dumb too. Uh, <laughs> when it comes to knowing what's good for them, I mean that's just the way it is, moms. Uh, I have moms who ask who say to me all the time, "Oh, my kid, he wants to be homeschooled, so we're starting to homeschool." And I always want to say to them, or I have said to them, well, you know, in three months, your son's or daughter is not going to be one, not want to get a, ah, is not going to want to be homeschooled. What are you going to do then? Because moms and, you know, if we let our kids decide what's what they want to do, I don't care how you how wise you think they are, they will probably not make the best choice. And I believe with all my heart, not that you can't listen to your kid. I mean, if your kid says, hey, I don't want to be homeschooled because, you know, I never have any friends, then you can talk about that. You can figure it out. But if you believe you should be homeschooling your kids, then don't let your kids decide what's best for them because they're not smart enough to figure that out. Um, So I'm not apologizing for that, but I am kind of clarifying it. And that I didn't mean anything by it. I didn't mean your kids are dumb or that we need to uh, let our kids, you know, or... Not let them express their feelings. 
Um, I was just saying that you know it's best for your kids. In fact, um, I'm going to check this out. Uh, we just had dinner with uh, Davis and uh, Rachel Carmen of Apologia. And uh, we had it just a few hours ago. And they were saying she came across a book that is uh, written by, I don't think she's a homeschooler, and I'm not even sure she's a Christian, but she, it's something like act, act like a parent. You know, and basically what she was saying is it's okay to tell your kids what they need to do. You know, you can tell your kids, unplug your phone. You can tell your kids, no, you can't do that right now. You can tell your kids you're going to be homeschooled because I think that's best for you. You know, and uh, we don't have to do it with apology and we can do it with confidence. So there you go. That's a common thing. And not just in that, but in, I was talking to someone once and she's like, oh, yeah, we used to go to actually a church that my dad used to be pastor at. She's like, but my daughter, as she got older, she just felt like she was in a really good spot. And so she just didn't feel like it was, in, you know, we needed to go anymore. So we just stopped going. And it was like, I'm like, so your daughter, who was like a teenager, you stopped going to church because she didn't think you needed to. I was just like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And I mean, I think, I don't know. Do you think like people, because I mean, I, I think that's super common in homeschooling is like, well, I'll just wait and see what my kid wants to do before deciding if I homeschool or not. Like I've heard a lot of people around my age say things like that. And it's like, is it because it gives them a free reign, you know, free, like, a, like a, oh good, I don't have to do it because my kid didn't want it anyway. Or I mean, I'm not sure, you know, because obviously like my daughter doesn't really know. I mean, you know, I was, I was just thinking of home alone, you know, when he like the second his parents leave, he makes like the giant ice cream and candy thing. It's like, right. it's a good illustration. Like, you know, generally they're not always going to choose the greatest thing for them. And parents know that in most cases, but then like something even more important than almost anything else, like what they should wear going out to a wedding or out to the outside is they put more, well, yes, I'm going to tell you then choosing how you're, who's going to teach you all day. You know, I just feel like that yeah. is a lot. Well, I think, deal. I think it's all across the board. I think we're kind of being fed some, you know, a lie that our kids, you know, that, that they are more, more mature and more wise. I think that we've gotten ourselves into trouble. You know, I mean, even as a, the secular world that says, you know, when a kid says, I don't know if I'm a boy or a girl, you know, I mean, I'm sure at some time Ben, you know, when he was a little kid, was up in our dress-up area, and he probably came down in a princess gown. And, you know, we as parents, I didn't say, oh, that's cool. You can be a princess too, Ben, if you want to be. I didn't say that. I'd say, oh, that's funny. Now go get your boy clothes back on because you're a boy, you know. And, you know, there was no big deal. I think our kids need us to make best choices for them all around. I mean, I remember, uh, you know, when I was a young parent, and another young parent said, oh, our kid is just so, and this sounds so ridiculous even when I say it. They'd say, oh, our son is just so constipated. And I'm like, why is he constipated? And because he just eats cheese all day long. And, uh, and I'm like, he, well, he eats cheese all day long, so do you feed him cheese? And she goes, no, he just gets it out of the refrigerator, and I, uh, we can't stop him. <laughs> and the kid was two years old. <laughs> and I'm thinking... You can't stop a two-year-old. I mean, you can sit in front of the refrigerator. You can do whatever, but you can stop a two-year-old from eating cheese. You know, <laughs> and sometimes I know it's relentless, and they're like, you right. wear out, or maybe they whine about it. But you know, my dad always says, you know, our job as parents is basically to have the best interest of my, at mind for our children. Um, and so, you know, we don't we didn't homeschool because we just thought it was kind of going to be a fun thing to do. We thought it was best for our children 
So we decided to homeschool our kids. Um, and really, we didn't ask their opinion um, because we knew that they might not like all aspects of, of homeschooling, especially if they've already tasted, you know, school. Our kids didn't, you know, but it's fun to be around a lot of kids. So they might say, well, I want to be with all these kids. Maybe that's still not the best. So you decide, parents, without apology, you do what's best for your kids. Um, in fact, though, I was thinking, you know, every once in a while, God like gives you one of those little, it's not a parable. Um, but, you know, you see something that strikes you as like, oh, th there's a truth in there. I know you've done a bit. I've heard you talk about other things. And you go, oh, that reminds me of this. Today I was out, uh, you know, grooming the yard. And we have this one area under a big old walnut tree. And it's grown up for as long as we lived here, 20 years. So it's got this ring of undergrowth. You know, it's probably 15 feet out both ways from the trunk of the tree. So, you know, 25, 20 feet across, 30 feet across. And it's got, you know, branches in there. It's got a, two groundhog holes. It's got old day, old uh, tiger lilies that have grown up that don't bloom anymore. And and uh, as I was cutting out one of these, there was a tree growing up. Not, not a big one, but a little one. And there was a nest inside. And I thought it was a, um, I thought it was an old nest, but I saw two baby birds in it. So, you know, I mean, they were had not even opened their eyes and they're, I'm thinking, what do I do? You know, do I step on them and squish them? Sorry, animal lovers. I saw, I actually, I saw your mother-in-law, Ben, over at your, on your deck by the pool. And I thought she'd probably want to take him, but I don't know what to do. And she won't be able to save him. So I thought I'll take the nest and I'll put it up in this tree branch. And so I put it up in the tree branch and uh, thinking, oh, maybe the mom will find it. And of course, you know, I kind of kept my eye on it. And then all of a sudden I see this little bird. Um, it looks like a tufted kind of gray bird and, uh, it had a worm in its mouth, like a, a grub or something. And it was, uh, and, and, and you could, t and it was calling, like it was, it, it had a, like a shrill, like a call, like, and it seemed obvious to me that it was looking for the nest and I'd see it kind of bouncing around and it stayed there with, I mean, for about five minutes it kept the, and it was in the area. I don't know if it ever found the babies. Um, but at one point, I was just thinking, man, that's a lot of work. And I thought, you know, if you just forget your kids and they're gone, you could just bird, you could just go off and you wouldn't have to work so hard at taking care of these little baby birds. And I thought, you know, really, the bird might respond to me, though, if I had said that and say, yeah, I know it's hard feeding them. I know I have to go out and get food for them every day and I got to do this and they don't care and whatever. But that's what I was made for. I'm a mother bird. I'm supposed to take care of my children no matter how hard it is. You know, and I and I've talked to homeschool moms who are caving because they're tired and you know, they want some time for themselves and they feel like they need to get out there, you know, and and maybe they're thinking about putting their kids back in school and wouldn't I be happier? Yes, you would be happier. But mom, if you have children and you're homeschooling your kids and you feel like God would have you homeschool your kids, I believe that's because God has put that in your heart. And I'm telling you, as I was talking to the, the uh, Carmens tonight, that time, as we've said before, that time from when they're little babies to the time they leave your home homeschool goes that fast. I know you don't think it will, but it'll be over before you know it. So there you go. A little parable of the bird. Hey, Ben, how about a commercial right now? Okay. Hey, I was thinking, too. Um, there was a, a big news item yesterday in the news. I think it was yesterday. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't use names lightly. I'm not trying to point out failures. Um, but uh, uh, because everybody struggles. Everybody 
but when someone's high up in the Christian circles, you know, whenever they stumble, it makes the news. And it does. Um, I think there's something for us to be learned as homeschool parents. Um, and the news was uh, for Joshua Harris, who wrote the book, uh, I Kissed Dating Goodbye. And I don't, I don't know if you ever read that book. Did you, Ben? No, I didn't read that one. But he also no. did the other one uh, with his brother, which I also didn't read, but was I think it was Do Hard Things. <laughs> is that the other one? Is that one? I don't know if he wrote that or if his brothers wrote that. They were part of the rebu- revolution. Right. All right, we're going to take a quick minute here to thank our sponsor, Teaching Textbooks. Teaching Textbooks is one of the best math curriculums, and we've used it for in our family for many years, and we've loved it. Their new 3.0 version of the curriculum is better than ever. You can access it from Windows, Macs, Chromebooks, and even smartphones. Every math problem is explained and demonstrated in an easy-to-understand way that takes the stress and the responsibility away from you. Teaching Textbooks stores your child's grades so you can easily ensure that they're learning, and you can check in on their progress. Teaching Textbooks makes math fun, and you can visit their website, teachingtextbooks.com, check out a free trial and view a sample lesson. You can also visit the booth at any local homeschooling convention. Um, but, you know, as, you know, and I, I, again, I'm not, I'm not pointing fingers because, uh, you know, but here was a guy who put a high priority on the way people should meet their spouses. Um, he... Or, or how they should go into marriage, and then he got married, and now he's separated from his wife. Um, and he did say, but, like a couple years ago, that he didn't think that that was good anymore, and that he did suggest people not follow that. Um, which I don't know if that advice is undone again or what, but just FYI. I don't know. The thing that troubles me, though, is I feel like you know, oftentimes uh, because it sounds like some of his other comments yeah. could be potentially troubling later on. I mean, he's because he's questioning things, but he's p- kind of vague on what he's questioning. You know what he meant in his um, message. And, and his conclusion, I mean, part of the conclusion is, I feel like he's pointing back to his upbringing and saying, because I was in a legalistic kind of upbringing and then I grasped that, that I got a wrong view on these things um and now and i think now he might say if i could paraphrase him he'd say you know i i was too i was too legalistic in my thinking and it's so much broader than that and you know when they question him and they say what does the bible said he he would kind of say i'm just too tired to look into the bible i don't want to go into a theological treatise i don't want to look too deeply i'm just exhausted he said honestly you know, but here's something that I was th- just thinking about, and you can chime in here too, Ben. Um, I do hear this this uh, uh, line of thinking uh, more often now, and the line of thinking goes: I was raised in a legalistic or a rule keeping home or homeschool, and now I've come to the conclusion that most of those things that I was taught are wrong. Um, and and I hear this over and over again. There's some websites out there. Um, you can look at them. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of what uh, Recovering Grace, and one is something about homeschoolers, and I can't think what it is. Um, but it's basically a lot of wounded people, some of them homeschoolers, who are throwing out homeschooling and probably not far off from throwing out Christianity, um, you know, because they're they're questioning all those things and saying, 
Oh, you know, we were we were told that it was wrong to drink, so now we're going to drink. We were told that it was wrong to kiss before we got married, so now we're going to do whatever. We were told that, you know, that this was bad, and now we're just going to say nothing's bad. We were told that, you know, boys should be this way and girls should be this way, and now, you know, we're going to question all of that. And I feel like their conclusions are wrong. Um, but here's the thing that I think we need to uh, maybe pay attention to. Um, and that is, there seems to be a pattern, and again, Ben, you can chime in here. There seems to be a pattern to those who put a lot of, who go beyond what the Bible says and, and begins to teach things that sound like God might say them, but he doesn't say them as though he did say them it seems to come back and bite parents later on. You know, I, I know you could probably think of some people, Ben, who have fallen into that very category. Right. Well, I mean, because, yeah, I mean, I think the biggest problem, and maybe they do this, is they teach it like it's, you know, something that's biblically you have to do. And then when it either they don't like it anymore or they don't really see the reason for it, they then stop doing that. And then I feel like that then they take it to the next step and go, well, everything I must have been taught must be wrong. And then they just keep going farther and farther. And then I think culturally and church wise, I think a lot of churches are being super loose on everything. They just make it seem like nothing matters. Like something that bothered me and his was he kept saying, like, I'd realized sexuality was not. And I'm just like, what are you saying? Like, it almost sounds like he's saying, right. like, you might need to do more before marriage to really. I, I don't even know what he was trying to say there, but but it, it was kind of vague. It was just it weird. Was it wasn't just like kissing's fine, phrase. you know, whatever. Like it was like it was just a weird way of saying it. But anyways, and I think so. Then a lot of kids do that, and then, but then also I think to the extreme is like it. There's also some things that may not be biblical but you have as for your family you want to make that up for something that you want to do like we're not going to watch this certain movie or whatever which obviously aspects of the movie could be unbiblical but or whatever um and that's i think you would just have to then really help them understand but it, it, it's a hard line you know it's a fine line i mean because it just it can cross back and forth i feel like real easy and if the kid <laughs> but yeah i think a lot of times it is that just super pressure in a in this is the only way and ton of expectation that's not from the Bible, which then leads to rebelling. If it doesn't work out perfectly for them or they're mad about something or they didn't like how it turned out and then they just throw it all out because. They well, think I think what it does wrong. is that it um, I, I would call it the the um, uh, Elsa effect. Um, you know, Elsa uh, Renly would know this probably better than Ben, but Elsa, you know, from. Um, frozen, you know, um, and we've talked a little bit about it before, but I think, you know, where Elsa is told to don't feel, don't reveal, don't conceal, or don't feel, conceal, don't right. reveal, you know, basically, I think that's what we've told our kids. We've said, okay, here's these, these lo laws we're going to put on you and listen, and we're, I'm going to make you pretend like you don't question them at all. You know, you got to pretend like you don't, you know, that you're not struggling with this. And, you know, for Elsa, it, it, you know, she got to the point where she just, it wasn't rebellion. She just couldn't, she couldn't play that game anymore. And so she throws it all aside. 
You know, I think sometimes we've put our kids on this. You know, like I, I've met those kid, those people who said, um, you know, I can remember mom saying, oh, my, my, my daughter, you know, they've decided they're not going to, they're going to save their first kiss till they get married. Well, you know, I wanted to question the kids. I'd like to question them now because they've been married for several years and say, hey, did you really not kiss? Because I think they would probably say, you know, if they were totally honest, they'd say, well, you know, we were good sneakers, you know, or good hiders. Because, you know, it doesn't say in the Bible that you can't kiss somebody. And, you know, in fact, it talks about kissing people, you know. Um, but but we take that and we go too far, um, you know, and we don't allow our kids to question that. I mean, my kids, are, we had rules in our house. Yeah, you know, we were not, our like kids were not allowed to watch certain things. Right. And, you know, did the Bible say they couldn't watch certain things? Well, there were things in them that we might say, hey, the Bible says, you know, not to put these things into your head. So we didn't put them in their heads. Now, you know, they could grow up and they did grow up and some of them decided they're going to watch. I'm OK with that. You know, that's part of because God's working in them. He's, you know, and uh, but, you know, we never said, you know, like this is this is the way only Christians don't do this. We never said that. In fact, sometimes we had to undo it. I can remember one of my kids, it could have been Ben, uh, who said, oh, Dad, he's smoking, so he must not be a Christian. And I was like, well, that's not true, you know, because Christians sometimes smoke. You know, it might not be very good for you, but, it, you know, Christians do do that. But I know people will say Christians don't do these things, and they're not in the Bible. They sound like they could be in the Bible, but they're not. And then they follow them, like you know, wearing only dresses. The Bible doesn't say you can only, you have to only wear dresses, um, you know, uh, or say courtship. You know, the Bible doesn't say you, ha you have to do courtship. It doesn't even mention courtship. You know, uh, you have to homeschool. The Bible doesn't say you have to homeschool. The Bible doesn't say you have to have home births. The Bible doesn't say you have to do these, all these different things, that you have to have a home business. The Bible doesn't say you can only go to this kind of church or what, whatever, you know. And, and I'm not going to solve all the legalistic questions for you, but I will say, you know, because it feels a little bit like the Pharisees where Jesus said to them, you know, you put laws on your disciples that you yourselves can't even, can't even um, uh, fulfill, you know, because th there's no way that we could do these things. But I will say, you know, if you would be characterized by a legalistic homeschool or a legalistic home or a legalistic family, I'm telling you right now, it does not end well. Um, I can see those families sometimes when they come, you know, we see them in a group and we'll see all the kids have matching clothes on or they're all a certain way. They're not smiling. They look, you know, they're all within a three foot radius of their dad, you know, there's something that has happened or they're putting upon their kids, not allowing them to do anything. And it ends up like Elsa where they throw it all off and they are forced to go build an ice castle somewhere out, you know, <laughs> on a mountain. Um, but it does not end up well. In fact, you ought to go to those websites, you know, because again, I think there are these kids who are now young adults. I think their conclusions are wrong. I think they're wrong but their hurts are deep and uh, you should listen to them. And if you're doing the same thing that their parents did, you should stop before it's too late because it always ends up badly. 
Um, well, hey, we're out of time and uh, I'm ready to go to bed. Um, so thanks for listening, Mom. I know Ben's going to close it here with a little commercial. Um, but I hope uh, you're still enjoying those days of summer. Try not to think of school yet. It's not quite yet time. You got plenty of time. I know the schools are starting to think about going back to school it's in about starting. two or th- like, two weeks. Yeah, two You're weeks. not the school. You're homeschoolers. You're educating your children at home. You can decide when you want to start homeschooling. I'll tell you, in our family, we don't start till after Labor Day. Um, you know, and that's not that's not in the Bible. Not being legalistic, but you can choose that too. But anyway, you should have you should be enjoying these days of summer because the days of summer are about over. And even if you have to make yourself, make sure you smile. Thanks for listening. We hope you're still continuing to enjoy your summer. And we'd also encourage you to stick at it, even if it's hard. Because kids, homeschooling, and family are always going to be hard, but it's really good. If you have a question or comment you would like answered on our show, you can either email us at todd at thesmilinghomeschooler.com or you can message us on Facebook. We would encourage you to go check out Teaching Textbooks over at their website, teachingtextbooks.com. They have affordable pricing and you can view a sample lesson and check out their free trial over there. Have a wonderful week and as always, keep smiling. So don't stop that.